You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You are the great and mighty one. Let your word come with clarity. I ask for the spirit of wisdom, for the spirit of revelation. I ask for utterance. Let your word come with power, with precision. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So as we wrap up, as we wrap up this year, I want to share with you on what I call operating in the spirit of revelation. Okay? Operating in the spirit of revelation. I want you to know that it's not an option. Okay? It's not an option for you. It's a necessity. It's a necessity for you to operate in the spirit of revelation. Because we're living in a day and age that if you don't have revelation, you can easily become a casualty. Easily. If you don't have revelation, the enemy will trick you. And you don't, want, you don't want to experience the things that God has not planned for you. Okay. And without the spirit of revelation, there are things you cannot grasp. There are things you will walk past. You, will, you can walk past your blessing without knowing. You can walk past your miracle without knowing. You can miss a divine appointment without knowing. Only God knows what we have missed in the course of this year. <laughs> Only God knows. If you don't have the spirit of revelation, you'll be living by popular opinion. You will be living by the opinions of men. You'll be living by just what you think. You'll be living just by what you understand. But you see, life is lived beyond the surface. <laughs> the forces that control life, the forces that dominate and determine the course of events, that determine the course of events on the earth today are not always obvious. How many people agree with me? Yeah, they're not always obvious. 
But by the spirit of revelation, you can have insight. In fact, by the spirit of revelation, you can look back at this year and the spirit of revelation can teach you. Do you get my point? You can look at your past and you gain what is called prophetic hindsight by the spirit of revelation. So you can look back and learn from the past. You can learn from the past. You can see things that you missed. You can see things that maybe you should have handled better. You can see the Holy Spirit can show you. Okay? So he doesn't... They say that hindsight is 2020. Why do they say that? It's 2020 vision. Yeah. Anybody can look back and say, oh, well, I should, have, I should have said this. I should have done this. Haven't you noticed when people are, when you're watching, let's say you're watching soccer. Yes? And then after the first half and they're analyzing Everybody is seeing what should have been done. <laughs> yeah, no, he should have, he should have, the coach made a mistake. He should have positioned him here and he should have. It's easy to look back and say you should have. Okay? But now it is even better when you can look forward and see what you should do. How about that? You can see what you should do. And you can see what you should not do. You can see and know who to ignore and who not to ignore. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if I did not ignore some people, we would not be here. If my wife and I did not ignore some people, we would not be here. Why? Because we had the spirit of revelation. Okay? So the spirit of revelation is one of the means by which you should make decisions. Your decision making should not just be based on feelings, based on logic, although all of that is, has its place. But it's not only that. You need the spirit of revelation as well. You need the spirit of revelation to know where to go, when to go, what to say, and so on. There's so much. But let's look at the scripture in the book of John, chapter 16. Let's start from there. Or should we start from, let's start from Ephesians. We'll come to John, chapter 16. Let's look at Ephesians, chapter 1. In Ephesians, chapter 1, Paul was praying for the church of Ephesus. A very powerful prayer that he prayed for them. And let's look at it from verse 16. 
Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 16. Okay, verse 15. Let's, let's start from 15. It says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now I want you to notice that prayer there. Paul is, is grateful for, for the faith of, of the church of Ephesus. Remember Ephesus, that was where he went and he did some unusual miracles there. Where Diana, <laughs> the, the principality of Ephesus was brought down. And handkerchiefs were taken from his body, aprons from his body, and many people were delivered, right? So it was in, the, in Ephesus. So he is speaking here, and he says, he says, he's praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, did you know that Jesus Christ has a God? Yeah, he is God. But here we are being told that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Yeah. So Jesus is God, but when he came, when he was conceived, when he took the form of man, he needed a God. Man needs God. <laughs> you get my point? Yeah. So that's why when he appeared after the resurrection and uh, Mary wanted to touch him, he says, don't touch me. He says, I have not yet ascended to my father and your father, to my God and your God. You see, so, Jesus prays to the Father, even up till now. Hebrews tells us that he's making intercession. He is at the right hand of God. And he's making intercession for who? For the saints. So, he is praying to his Father. Okay? He's praying to his Father and he's praying to his God. Remember, he was son of man, son of God, son of man. <laughs> it's a mystery, but that's it, okay? So Paul is saying, I'm praying to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. And the word Father, you know, Father also means source. Father means source. He's, he's the source of all things. 
So the father of glory, he's the source of glory. He's the God of glory that appeared to Abraham. The same God. So he's saying, I'm praying to him. Why? That he may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So the spirit of wisdom and revelation, they go together. They go together. And we need that for the days ahead. We need that for the days ahead. We need that to know how to plan our lives. We need that to, to know how to live our lives. We need that to know how to run our lives. <laughs> we need that to know how to run our businesses. We need that to know how to run our departments. We need that to know how to make disciples. We need that to know how to reach the lost. You need it for everything. Glory to God. And if you study the scriptures, one of the things about wisdom is that wisdom has the capacity to know things ahead. Wisdom is not just about solving problems. Do you get my point? Yeah. So, one of the things that you have by virtue of Jesus coming is that you now have access. You, have, you now have the DNA of God in you. You have divine nature. You have become a partaker of his divine nature. And if you have become a partaker of his divine nature, there are certain things that God does that you can do as well. So you have that capacity built in you. But it has to be revealed to you. It has to be revealed to you. If it's not revealed to you, you won't know. You won't know what you can do and cannot do. You won't know how far you can go and how far you cannot go. You won't know your limits, your true limits. What you think is your limit is not your true limit. I can boldly tell you that. What you think is your limit is not your true limit. So that's why you need the spirit of revelation. You need to operate not according to your natural instincts. Not just according to your natural ability. You have natural ability, but you also have supernatural abilities that need to be unlocked. Do you get my point? Because you are a supernatural being. So the reason why Jesus came, became flesh, dwelt among us, is so that we, being flesh and blood, can now partake in the divine nature of God and can also operate certain things just like God. You get my point. But you need the spirit of revelation to help you. So, the spirit of wisdom and revelation will give you supernatural insight into things. Supernaturally. 
Sometimes I'm amazed. I know when the spirit of revelation is at work and when it's not. I know. When the spirit of revelation is at work, I learn things faster. Okay, every phone enters the offering. Hallelujah. It's donated to the work of God. <laughs> Glory. Yeah. So, the spirit of revelation, when the spirit of revelation is working on you, when you're operating by it, you learn fast. You learn things in an instant. I'm telling you, you learn in an instant. But if the spirit of revelation is not at work, it takes you time. It takes you hours. It takes you hours. It can take you days. It can take you weeks. It can take you months. It can take you years. But revelation doesn't work like that. The spirit of revelation just comes... Poof! It's like a seed. It just dropped in your spirit and then it explodes inside you. A whole library just opens up inside you. You know what you didn't read. How about that? Wouldn't it be great in the boardroom? Yeah, you need that. You need that. But it's a spirit, it's a spirit of revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. We need to operate by this. Why? Because God will use this to give us supernatural insight. So he, can, he uses it to give you supernatural insight, but he also uses it to give you supernatural foresight. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can see, it gives you supernatural insight, supernatural foresight, and supernatural hindsight. Incredible. That's why sometimes you can just look at somebody and you know certain things about the person. It's amazing. It's amazing. We need that. There is what you can learn by study, but there is what you can only learn by revelation. And even the interesting thing, again, what I've found out from experience is that sometimes you can study things and it's still not been revealed to you. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. In Daniel, he was told, write the vision, seal the book. Now, the book is written. We are reading it. But there are parts that are still sealed for an appointed time. Do you get my point? Yeah. So, you can read, whether it is chemistry or whatever, <laughs> accounts, you can read it, study it, and you know it. But then, when it comes to application, if the spirit of revelation comes on you, I'm telling you, you operate supernaturally. So what you study just becomes like a foundation. It's like a resource. Right? But when the spirit of revelation comes, he connects things that you would never have connected before. And that's why you need to pray in tongues. 
That's why you should pray in tongues. Why? Because it helps you to access the spirit of revelation. It helps you to operate in the spirit of revelation. To help you. Some people think when we pray in tongues, we are wasting our time. They don't know the things of the spirit. You remember the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, where he says, I has not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for those who love him. All right? So, in other words, these things are hidden. They are hidden. Most of them are hidden in plain sight. Many things are hidden in plain sight. You walk past it, you won't even know that you are looking at the treasure. You won't even know that you are looking at an inheritance. You won't even know that you are looking at a spouse. Come on. You won't even know. That's why some people are still not married. Because, you know, there's no revelation. I'm telling you. When there's revelation, people begin to see. They begin to see. And then they are able to identify. They can see where things fit. All right? But look at verse 10. It says, But... God has revealed them to us, how? Through His Spirit. Can you see? So there's a spirit of revelation. God uses that to reveal things to us. He uses it to uncover things to us. He uses it to shed light to us because we are in the dark. The world is full of darkness. The whole world is in darkness. But you, a child of light, can begin to experience revelation. And you will see where others can't see. Amen? Spirit of revelation. It's powerful. Revelation. See that word in the Greek, it's Apocalypsis, and it means visibility of the eye or the mind. Visibility of the eye or of the mind. So, in other words, you can be seeing something, but in your mind you cannot see. So, because you cannot see it in your mind, your mind is blind. You are not able to really benefit from that thing. You are not able to benefit from it. Why? It is hidden from you. Hallelujah. Just just like faith comes by hearing, manifestation is preceded by revelation. Do you get my point? Yeah. So, there are things that are yours, but because they've not been revealed to you, you cannot benefit from them. They cannot manifest to you. Like healing. For instance, healing. 
Healing belongs to you. But you need to, you need to get to a point where you now begin to see it. If you don't see it, you can't partake in it. I'm telling you, you have to see it. If you can't behold it, you can't become it. You can't. So what do we do? How do we enhance the spirit of revelation? Because it's so important. If you are struggling in any particular area of your life, my recommendation is this. If it's sickness, if it's poverty, if it is uh, insecurity, if it is fear, whatever it is, okay, go prayerfully into the Word of God. Ask the Lord, Lord, give me scriptures that apply to my situation. Now, take those scriptures. When you take those scriptures, you now begin to meditate on those scriptures. You meditate. You might know it. You might know the scripture. You might be able to recite it. You might be able to, you know, parrot it. (laughs) And that is, that is critical. It's critical for you to have revelation. Because you know it, you can recite it, but it doesn't mean you benefit from it. How it works in the spirit is that for you to benefit from something, it has to be revealed to you. It has to be revealed to you. So that's why we need the spirit of revelation. So that he can be revealing things that we can access. You access things by revelation. By revelation. So, there have been times that, oh, I, I was going through stuff. Then guess what? I take the scriptures. I start praying over those scriptures. I start speaking those scriptures. I'll pray in tongues, and then I'll declare the scripture. I'll pray in tongues, then I'll speak the scripture. I pray in tongues, I speak the scripture. I pray in tongues, I speak the scripture. All right? And then I recite the scripture. And then I personalize the scripture. I put my name there. I customize it. I customize the scripture. There are things I've customized. They are for me. Even if you read it, you won't understand it. Because I've customized it. Okay? And I'm speaking it. I'm declaring it consistently. And guess what? With time, light starts. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm telling you, if you can do this for 90 days or 100 days, take, any, take anything and start doing it. Pray in tongues, declare the scripture. Pray in tongues, declare the scripture. Customize it. After some time, as you are doing that, he will now give you 
something to add to what you wrote the other time. And you keep updating it, keep updating it, keep updating it. <laughs> yeah. So there are some things I've, I've, I've worked, I'm working on like that. When I started it before, it would take me like maybe about seven minutes and then I'll finish. But the same thing has been upgraded to a point that it would take me about maybe 20-something minutes. Why? As I'm speaking it, as I'm processing it, as I'm working on it, more light is coming. Then I add to it. Hallelujah. Then I add to it and more light and I'm adding to it and more light. And I continue to do that. I found that there are certain things now that come with ease. Where I used to struggle before. There are certain victories that are like second nature now. Hallelujah. Because light has come concerning that area. The spirit of revelation has come. So I've taken that and I'm working on it. And now it's not a struggle anymore. It's not a struggle anymore. Things that used to be a temptation before now are no more a temptation. Why? Because I've applied, 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 and I've broken the power of that thing. And the light that has come is stronger than the darkness. So the darkness is not able to come forth. Are you getting my point? But you see, it's the spirit of revelation that helps you. He teaches you. He teaches you how to engage life. He teaches you how to engage life and how to deal with stuff. Hallelujah. So it, 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 there might not be anybody that can t- understand your situation and give you the recipe, the, 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 the right prescription, but the Holy Spirit can give you that. Hallelujah. Have I arrived? No. But I'm far from where I used to be. Hallelujah. And it's going to be powerful. It's going to be explosive when all of that comes together. Because there is something. Come on, say there's something. God is working it. It's working it behind the scene. By the spirit of revelation, now I can see it. I can see certain things clearly now. Things I couldn't see before. Things that used to be hazy. Things that used to be, you know, somehow like shadows. Now there is clear visibility. I can see clearly by the spirit of revelation. Hallelujah. So by the spirit of revelation, you can know how to take over that territory. Yeah. You can know. Easily, easily. God doesn't struggle to give strategies. He's a master strategist. But we need to learn to walk with the spirit of revelation. Amen? Yeah. And that's one of the chief things that the Holy Spirit does to us. It's not the only thing, but it's one of the main things. Look at John chapter 16. Verse 12 of John chapter 16, Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. You cannot bear them. I have so much. Jesus has already said a lot. For three and a half years, he's been teaching them. 
He's been loading them with a lot of wisdom, a lot of kingdom principles. All right? And after that, Jesus says, I still have a lot to say to you guys. I still have a lot. But you cannot bear them now. Your capacity is limited. Your capacity for comprehension is limited now. Hmm? Somebody came one day to church. I remember those days when we were at Protea Hotel. After the service, the person said, no, this is information overload. <laughs> so this is overload. I feel like I've been in a conference just for a service. <laughs> I just laughed. So yeah, you cannot, you, you, you cannot bear them sometimes. That's the case. So Jesus said to them, I, have, I still have much to say to you, but you cannot bear them. He says, however, when he, come on, hallelujah, when he, the spirit of truth, can you see that? So he's the spirit of truth. When he has come, he will do what? Guide you into all truth. Let's pause there for a moment. He's a guide. Amen? Into all truth. Emphasis. He's a spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. So, what area is it that you want the truth about? You decide. Okay? You can't just... You can't just say, because somebody said this, then it's the truth. If you don't ask the spirit of truth, he will allow you to walk on that assumption that that lie is true. And that's where we miss it many times. Sometimes our feelings lie to us. Come on. Has your feelings lied to you before? Mine has done that many times. Yeah, that's lied to me many times. But you see, when you engage the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. It's the same spirit of revelation. He's the same spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's the spirit of truth. So what do you want? What is the truth about your condition? What is the truth about your career? What is the truth about your calling? You see? What is the truth about how you are feeling in your body? What is the truth about that? Many times we live by guessing. Hmm? Huh? I guess this is it. Sometimes your guess might be right. But the potential for your guess to be wrong is very high. Correct? Yeah. But the spirit of truth. If you go to him, you say, Holy Spirit, what is the truth about this? 
He will help you. But we don't go. Show me what is, what is hidden about this, this person. Yeah. One day the spirit of truth helped me. You know, there's this person supposed to deal with this person on this particular issue. And the spirit of revelation gave me spiritual insight. So instead of just seeing a person, I was seeing a snake. Hallelujah. So I now know, oh, okay. I adjust. I didn't freak out. You know? I say, oh, okay. So this is who you are. All right. So now we relate, you know, like I would relate with a snake. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of revelation can open your eyes. It can open your understanding. He can just unveil people. And you just know the true nature of this person. You get my point? Yeah. He'll just show you the truth. He's a spirit of truth. So it just, whoop, sometimes just pew, pew. <laughs> like that. You just see it. And, whoo, okay. <laughs> so what do you do? You adjust. Remember, he says, be wise as serpents and harmless as a dove, right? So you. You now start operating in wisdom in your dealings with that person. You know what you can commit to that person and what, what, what you shouldn't. Hallelujah. If you go and open your heart to a snake and you're pouring out the, 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 the depths of your heart to the snake, you have yourself to blame, right? Right? You won't blame God. He said, God, why me? So, why not you? <laughs> Sometimes he will say, You didn't ask. Sometimes he will say, You didn't ask. So, you see, you need to operate in the spirit of revelation. We need it. Do you understand? Because there are some people that are not normal people. Now, I'm not trying to put fear into anyone. What I mean, I mean, Jesus called some people, you know, um, vipers. Or is it John the Baptist? Say, so you brood of vipers. And there are people he's calling vipers. You know what a viper is? There's no friendly viper. Do you know that? Yeah. Viper is very dangerous snake. So those are people, those are pastors. Those are religious people from the religious say, so you brood of vipers. And he's talking to, <laughs> to the Pharisees and Sadducees. Those are the people that are supposed to be leading 
leading others to God. Yeah. But you see, the spirit of revelation will unveil these things. May you, in the coming year, not be caught in the wrong relationship. In the name of Jesus. You will not enter into any trap. Any viper that has been set, set up for you will be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. The enemy tries to set you up. We dismantle that in the name of Jesus. And by the spirit of revelation, you know. Huh? <laughs> yeah, because if without the spirit of revelation, the person is so nice, is so friendly, all makes sense, you know, and all of that, and this person is still trying, but I know, I already know the true nature. So what do I do? I just manage my operations. I can't operate like a blind person because God has given me sight. Hallelujah. God has given me sight. So we need the spirit of revelation so that God will start revealing. Ask God to start revealing people that are in your circle. Lord, show me. Who are my two friends? Show them to me. Hallelujah. The spirit of revelation. Let it pour like rain upon you. In the name of Jesus. So the fact that you have revelation does not mean you now start hating people. You don't, you don't have any right to hate anybody. Because one thing about spirit of revelation is that if you don't manage it well, you stop it. You will block the flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like one man of God. You know, God ushered him into this realm of abundant revelation. So when people are talking against him, God will show him. So he will see and hear the conversation. And then he started taking action against the people. <laughs> and the Lord said, I can see you are not ready for this. And he took it. I'm not ready for this now. Yeah. Because he wants to go and attack them. He wants to go and confront them. No. That's why the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You see? So the fact that it's revealed to you does not mean you should act dumb. You get my point? You need to be wise with the knowledge that you have received from the Holy Spirit. Be wise. For your own good. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, look at, back to John 16. So, he will guide you into all truth. He says, for he will not speak on his own authority. Hallelujah. And that's how you know that it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak about himself. If any spirit comes and says he's the Holy Spirit and he's talking about himself, you know that it's another spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. He doesn't speak of himself. 
Amen? It doesn't. He will not speak on his own authority. He says, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit can tell you about next year. He can show you about next year. He can show you. Hallelujah. But you need to be close. You see, the, where people get into error is that they are looking for revelation instead of looking for the Spirit. You get my point? Yeah. Look for the personality, the Holy Spirit. Be His friend. Look for intimacy. Look for how you can be more intimate with Him. And not just be looking for revelation. Because if you're just looking for revelation, you will miss it. The enemy has revelation as well. He has revelation, in case you don't know. Yeah. There are some dangerous revelations that, the, that, that, that Satan has. If you read the book of Revelation, it, says, it talks about the depths of Satan. There are some teachings that are from the depths of Satan. But people don't know. They don't know. That's why, that's why a, a pastor can get up and start, <laughs> start teaching some strange things. I don't even want to mention some of them. Yeah. So he will, he will guide you into all truth. So you see there that the word guide, in fact, let me, let me check it in the, um, in the original, right? Just give me a few minutes here now. Yes. He will guide you. That word guide. Let's see. What? My Lord, my Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. He will guide you into all truth. Oh. Okay. That, that word guide, okay? It means to, to be a guide, okay? To lead on one's way, okay? Or to be a teacher. So you see, when the Holy Spirit is working, because sometimes people can have, they can go, the Holy Spirit can show them things, but they don't understand what they're seeing. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's possible for you to have a vision and you don't understand the vision. How many people have had vision they didn't understand or dream you didn't understand? Yeah. So, why, why would God give you a dream that you don't understand? Somebody once said that, well, if, if you get a dream and you don't understand, just forget it. No. That's the wrong counsel. This is the wrong counsel. Proverbs 25 one says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the honor of kings to search out the matter. So when he, when he shows you something and you don't understand it, what he wants is for you to seek. He wants you to come to him, to come to him for understanding, come to him for revelation. How yeah. can you say if you don't understand it, just forget it? Hmm? 
Can you, you can't do that. If Nebuchadnezzar had done that, you think Daniel would have had a, min- a he wouldn't have had a ministry in Babylon. <laughs> you get my point. If, if that guy was there to counsel, give Nebuchadnezzar that kind of counsel, then Nebuchadnezzar would just forget about the dream and say, just life goes on. After all, if God wants me to understand, he will give me understanding. No. Or is it Pharaoh? <laughs> Pharaoh gets his dream and he can't understand it. And then if this person, if this pastor goes and gives him that kind of counsel, gave Pharaoh that kind of counsel, you know that they would have died. <laughs> yeah. Then there will be seven years of abundance and ooh, everybody's enjoying. Then all of a sudden, seven years of famine begin. And they would all die, starve to death. So, you know, sometimes some people, because they are smart people, they make certain statements. And you know, but if you don't have the spirit of revelation, I'm telling you, you will miss God. You will miss God. And that's why sometimes I'm, I'm listening to some people, I, I hear saying this, those says, mm, no, no, no. That's not okay. Check here. Check this scripture. Check this. And then he teaches you. You see, that's the spirit of truth being your guide. It's being your guide. So there are different ways he will guide you, but he uses scripture as well. Amen? He uses scripture. And the spirit of revelation is not just you having a vision, although you can have the vision, but sometimes it will just be light in your understanding. You just whoop, understand certain things. Amazing. Hallelujah. And sometimes certain things you've been struggling to understand, to grasp. Those of you that are students, if you, if you, if you, if you tap into this, you will just enjoy studying. Yeah. That's like me, I enjoy studying. I study anything. Anything I want to study. I don't have a problem. Why? Because I have the spirit of revelation. Hallelujah. And you have it as well, but if you don't use it, I'm not going to use it for you. You have to use it for yourself. Glory to God. So, the year ahead, I want you to approach it with the spirit of revelation. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. You approach it like that. Don't, don't just enter like everybody. Forget about what everybody is saying. Just Holy Spirit. You are my counselor. You are my guide. You will guide me through. Through the year. Hallelujah. I, won't, I, I'm, I, I made mistakes this year. I'm not going to make mistakes in the coming year. So Holy Spirit, just guide me. Order my steps. Hallelujah. He will guide you. He will order your steps. And he will show you things. He will show you things. It's amazing. When you start developing that relationship, as you continue to nurture that relationship, sometimes he will just show you things. Sometimes you are just dealing with something and all of a sudden a scripture will just pop up in your spirit. 
The scripture will just pop up. And you, when it pops up like that, pay attention to it. Don't ignore it. Because that scripture, you need it for what is before you. So note it down and go back to it. Don't be too, you know, don't be too carried away with whatever is going on and then you now ignore what the Holy Spirit has given to you. Because sometimes He gives you something, but you can forget. So you note it and go to it. But sometimes He can give you things through the Scripture. And sometimes He can even through just nature, He can speak to you through nature. Yeah, the Spirit of Revelation works through nature as well. Hallelujah. So you are faced with a particular thing and from nowhere the Holy Spirit just connects it with something natural. And then you, you, you just get it in your spirit. Okay. This is this particular natural law. And you just see it, 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 it just makes sense. The spirit of revelation. Hallelujah. Hmm. So there are many ways he can speak to you. Even your thoughts, he can come through your thoughts. A thought can just bubble in your spirit. But you have to know how to judge thoughts. Because not every thought is from God. Some thoughts are projected from the enemy. So you need to know. But the Holy Spirit can use thoughts to speak to you. They're just bubbling your spirit. You are not thinking about it. It just comes like that. And then your spirit bears witness. And you see it fits perfectly to that situation. How many people have experienced what I'm talking about? Yes. You see this is part of the operation of the Spirit. That's how he guides. That's why he uses, he uses the word guide there. He shall guide you into all truth. The word guide, he can guide by speaking. He can guide by showing. Come on. He can guide by directing. He can guide by just ordering your steps. You see, many ways... <laughs> Your best friend is the Holy Spirit. Make him your best friend. Make him your closest partner. Amen? Then you have access to every revelation because you have him. But if you don't have him and then you are looking for revelation, you can find it from where... <laughs> You don't want. Hallelujah. So as you plan, plan with the spirit of revelation. Are you following me? Yeah. Plan with the spirit of revelation. As you pray, pray with the spirit of revelation. Don't just pray out of religiosity. Every time I pray, the Spirit always talks to me. Like, maybe I'll say 98% of the time. The Spirit always, He's always there. 
But you have to give him a hearing ear. Because if you don't give him a hearing ear, you will not receive from him. So as you are praying, as you are praying, a scripture can just pop in your spirit. That's his directing you. As you are praying, he can just show you something. He's directing you. As you are praying, a thought can just bubble up in your spirit. He's working. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so that's why you don't need anybody to confuse you about the will of God. The will of God is available to you right there in the person of the Holy Spirit. But these things become easier when you spend time praying in tongues. I must be honest with you. When you pray in tongues much, it becomes easier. You become more aware of spiritual things. But when you don't pray in tongues enough, your mind is too loud. So it's just your mind that keeps speaking to you. But when you pray in tongues and you meditate on the Word of God, praying in tongues and the Scriptures, powerful combination. If you are going to walk in the spirit of revelation, you need these two in your life. Every day, make it a part of your life. And then following God becomes easy. Becomes easy. Sometimes God will lead you in places you are, to places you don't want to go. He will sometimes, you know, instruct you to do things you don't want to do. Yeah. Sometimes he would even lead you to suffer some things. And it might be his will. But you see, if you are too addicted to convenience, you will miss God. You will miss God. I can guarantee that. 100% guaranteed. If you are com committed, more committed to convenience, you will miss God. Because sometimes His will is not convenient. Sometimes His will is not convenient. It wasn't convenient for us to come to Midran. <laughs> we had some fantastic offers, amazing offers that were quite convenient. But the Lord said, no, it's Midrand. I remember a pastor friend called me and says, Eric, why are you doing this to your family? What are you going to do in Midrand? Look at this offer. Look at this. Look at this. Why can't you just take this? I said, sorry. God said, Midrand. Okay, how are you going to do it? I don't know. Where are you going to get funds from? I don't know. God will provide. Amen? And here we are. But I'd never forget what he told me. He turned to me, he said, look, I cannot do what you are doing. He says, but I respect you. Because I said to him, I don't live by convenience, I live by conviction. I live by what God is saying. Rather than what, you know, is convenient for me. No. And that's how we've lived our lives. That's how we've lived. So, if you are addicted to convenience, receive your deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus. 
It wasn't convenient for Jesus to go to the cross. But it was the Father's will. And he went. Amen? Yeah. It was the Father's will. So we need to be like Christ. The mind of Christ is available to you. Oh Lord. Father, I pray for the spirit of revelation. Let there be an outpouring. Pour out the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of revelation. The spirit of truth. Oh Lord, go to your people right now. Lord, that not one person will be confused. Lord God, I bind every confusion in the name of Jesus. Everything that comes to mix, to, 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 to mix our voices. Lord God, to bring confusion into the minds of your people. I come against that right now. In the name of Jesus, I bind that spirit right now. I release revelation, understanding, truth, wisdom. Let it pour upon your people. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before we go, I want to pray for anyone that wants to receive Jesus into their heart. Those watching online as well. If you want to do that, just raise your hand. Let me see. Anybody, you want to get born again? Receive Jesus into your heart? Raise your hand. I want to see it. Thank you, Father. Say this after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that he is Lord. Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a brand new person. Cause me to love what you love and to hate what you hate. I receive you by faith in my heart right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray. I pray, oh Father, for everyone that has prayed this prayer. Let your kingdom come upon them. Let the new creation reality dawn upon them. Right now, I declare supernatural transformation in their spirits. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Have you been blessed? No more confusion, right? Amen. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.